0: Every year, One Stone Creative, the company that produces this very podcast, by the way, releases its State of the Podcasting Industry Report, and I love to see what's new, what works, and what doesn't, and where the trends point toward. The report shows that overall, the top 100 business podcasts are about the same age, and many of them are newer shows, which means you're never too late to start a podcast. It also shows that there are more episodes being published today than last year. Daily releases have increased from 9% last year to 17% this year. Not only that, but thrice weekly releases have increased from 7% to 10%. There are lots of lessons to be had in all of this data, which is what we're going to discuss on this week's SpinSucks podcast episode. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home we'll share our tips, tricks and stories and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. While the daily podcast has increased, weekly releases took a little dip from 44% to 38%. And every other week releases were halved by 2-3%. That's significant. I really thought podcasting would take a hit with so many people working from home and no longer commuting, but it seems to be the complete opposite. I also would think that everyone releasing their episodes on Mondays would create an echo chamber. We release on Tuesdays for that very reason, but that also doesn't seem to be the case. The takeaway here is that unless your goals are strictly about relationship building or content generation, which are 100% legitimate goals, you should try to release at least weekly. And don't worry about the release day of the week. If you want to do it on Mondays, like everyone else, do it. Or you can book the trend like we do and do it on a different day. The point is, it doesn't really matter when you release as long as you are consistent. The Spin Sucks podcast gets pitched a lot, a lot, a lot, lot. which always is a great indication that the PR person pitching us has never actually listened to an episode. And it's worse if they blow smoke about how much they like such and such episode because then we really know they haven't listened. The report shows that, like our podcast, 67% of the shows have a single host. From a certain standpoint, this is great because a show with a single host as the talent, quote-unquote, is a lot easier to manage. Yes, it is. Lots easier. It also means that not everyone, like us, accepts guests, so communicators have to be smart about how they pitch. It's asking a lot to require everyone to listen to several episodes before pitching, but at least do a little homework. You can usually tell by the show notes if there are guests and what topics they like to cover. This year the report also looked at show type. Generally there are three high-level categories: business development, audience engagement, and thought leadership. For business development, the main objective is networking and relationship building. Audience engagement is about, well, engaging a pre-existing audience. And thought leadership is about being a thinker and innovator. Most shows, 64% fell under the category of thought leadership, with another 15% in audience engagement. The report counted 21 of the shows separately, however, and classed them as education. Broadly, though not exclusively, they are part of networks or publishing organizations, and their main aim is to teach skills and theory. Normally, those would be nested under thought leadership shows, but there are enough that are focused on only teaching that the report just thought that they deserved a special mention. It's important to decide early what kind of show you want to have. If you have an overarching podcasting goal, it's going to be a lot easier to make strategic decisions about the kind of content you produce and how you promote and repurpose it. No matter which you pick, you're going to get some of the benefits from all three high level categories. But with one main objective, you'll have a much easier time selecting guests, repurposing your content, and tracking your success metrics. In just a minute, I'll be back to talk you through some additional interesting stats that will help you either refine your podcasting goal for 2022 or create it from scratch. I'll be right back. Podcasting is an increasingly popular marketing channel for businesses in all industries. But getting episodes to drive specific business outcomes can be a challenge. If you or your clients run a podcast as part of your marketing, then you know it can be difficult to track the value the show creates and communicate that value to those who are the most invested. But it doesn't have to be that way. If you would like to learn how to identify and track the podcast metrics, don't we all, that make a difference on the bottom line, go to podcastingforbusiness.com slash sucks. They have a free training on how to do exactly that. And it's created by the company that produces this very podcast. And I love, love, love love, 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 love them. And you will too. So go to podcastingforbusiness.com slash sucks. One more time, podcastingforbusiness.com slash sucks. One of the things we struggle with the Spin Sucks podcast is whether or not we join a podcast network. Do we join? How will we benefit? Are there shared advertising costs? What about a revenue share? It's all a bit much and we get paralyzed by it all. So we do nothing. The State of the Podcasting Industry Report shows the same level of confusion among the top 100 business podcasts. While 43% are part of a network of sorts, most don't see value from them. That said, the report says there are lots of benefits if the network is executed well. Shared promotion, cross-promoting, and revenue share. If you want to join an existing network, ask yourself the following questions. What are your responsibilities in terms of content, production quality, allowing advertisements, and social promotions? What benefits will you be entitled to in terms of promotion, network, profit sharing, and more? You may or may not be expected to include a notice that you're a member of the network or do a certain amount of promotion for the network as a whole, so figure that out as well. Sometimes joining a network can be a fantastic move for your show and your business, and in other times, it's not a great fit. If you do it, make sure you have a clear understanding of the benefits and the responsibilities and that they work for you and your goals. Most of the time, we don't join podcast networks because of the advertising responsibility and not being able to choose and pick who advertises on our show. And I don't like that. I would rather keep that to our own sponsorship, which I'll talk about in a minute, or only let the companies or vendors that make a difference in the PR industry participate. So that's a big sticking one for me. So for you, think about whether or not all of these opportunities, benefits, responsibilities work for you and your goals. As you think about ways to build your network and generate revenue for your podcast, also consider sponsorships. This year, there were fewer sponsored shows among the top 100, 49% compared to 61% last year. This might be due to the greater variety of show topics and types, but may also be that business podcasts are finding there are better ways to monetize, such as selling products and services, or just reaping the indirect benefits, such as name recognition and audience engagement. For those shows that do have sponsors, most linked to them in the show notes, a few got logo placement somewhere on the podcast website, and in one instance, the guests seemed to be the sponsor— which is actually a really interesting strategy to enhance a sponsorship package. That's really interesting. When it comes to audio ads, they found roughly equivalent numbers of dynamic and produced ads versus host reads. Dynamic ads are the ads that are pre-produced and inserted into a show on the host end, often for a certain number of downloads or a certain length of time. This is typically the kind of sponsored ads we do. A PR industry vendor will sponsor the podcast for a certain number of downloads. I feel like we can better control what kind of content our listeners get this way. And it also allows us to be involved in the types of results the advertiser gets, which everyone knows makes me happy and certainly makes the vendor happy. If you do accept ads, the report found that host reads are more valuable. So include your own read into the packages you offer. As you think about sponsors, ask yourself if you should have sponsors at all. It can be a great way to offset the cost of the production, but that doesn't always mean it's worth giving up your valuable airspace. You can always use the quote unquote sponsor space to talk about your own products and services or to arrange cross promotions with other shows. You may have noticed that we do this sometimes. We did it a few times last year. I like being able to promote some of the fun things we're doing versus giving that space to a paid sponsor. I'll talk about the PESO model certification. I'll talk about the Spin Sucks community. And that's very valuable airspace, right? Not to say I'd turn a sponsor away if it were the right fit, but I do like that we own that space. All in all, podcasting is not going away. Even though it may feel like you're in it and there's no room for you and you can't get started, this report shows that that could not be further from the truth. Just like there are a few female-led podcasts, get on that, will you? There is still lots and lots of space for your business podcast. If you'd like a full copy of the State of the Podcasting Industry Report from One Stone Creative, you can find it at onestonecreative.net slash report2021. That's onestonecreative.net slash report2021. I'll also link to it in the show notes on Spin Sucks. And... If you're not already a Spin Sucks community member, what the heck are you waiting for? Get your butt over there today and see what all the fuss is about. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review.